0: of reality, and enter another
1: world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation.
0: Beyond. Beyond. Welcome, my friends, to Podcast Beyond, episode 216. And welcome once again to... The Fireside Chats. Ooh, Fireside Chats 3. Ooh, fireside Chats 3, in which the <clears throat> two members of the IGN PlayStation team, including myself, Ryan Clements, and the one and only, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. We talk about uh, PlayStation, we answer your questions, and we basically fill space for Greg Miller, who is not here right now. He is already enjoying his gobble gobble holiday in Chicago, so, Illinois. In Chicago. So, uh, the home so- of family matters. <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah sure They're why perfect not perfect strangers yeah there you go man you have so many good references to pop culture <sighs> I can barely keep up holy jeez <sighs> holy jeez all right <laughs> so Colin how are you feeling today man I'm tired tired it's been a busy couple of days it is it's tiring without Greg here absolutely and but we've been we've been trying our best you you really just picked up all the slack yesterday with your cranking out what eight stories.
1: Yeah, just publishing them. Got to do got to do.
0: Publishing them on IGN.com. Some new Vita announcements, etc., and so on. So. M- meanwhile, I stared at a blank Word document for two hours, just trying to figure out what to write. But you need an inspiration. As you, as you will see, <clears throat> excuse me. As you will see, my uh, review for Where Is My Heart I think turned out very well. Yeah, I got to read that after the uh, after the podcast. Yeah, there's no rush.
1: There's no rush here just kind of do
0: it. Yeah. So, uh, if you are new to the podcast Beyond Family, uh welcome. What we basically do here is talk PlayStation and we are going to what do you think? Should we start with what once was, what is now and will forever be the Roper Report. <laughs> <Time for some laughs> news. Yeah, let's get every let's get all the the semantics out of the way yeah, so let's we get can get in. Yeah, I want to I want to lean back. By the way, I I did want I want to tell the listeners I did want to Buy us a six pack so we can have a nice, comfortable drink here. But uh, you weren't really feeling the drinking today, so
1: no, it's uh, it's maybe. a little
0: early and my stomach hurts. So yeah,
1: maybe maybe another time. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure time. there'll be another. Time. <laughs> uh, Take me away, Colin. Yeah, let's just do this real quick. Uh, there are twelve items on the list, and I, I don't uh, I didn't write uh, this verbose. Uh, Text that I usually do, so we can just get right to. Yeah, we want to get right into the questions. Uh, number one, Yakuza Five has been confirmed as a PS3 exclusive. The game's plot will connect to Yakuza Four and take place in various Japanese towns. Not too surprising on any account. Not,
0: not too surprising. No.
1: Uh, number two, well, wait, and oh. and Kazuma is the lead character. Yes, yes yes, 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 yes. Confirmed. Uh, number two, new beyond good and evil two art and details have emerged. I wrote a story about that yesterday. Thanks to Naomi Kyle for translating the entire mm-hmm. french website that i cited yep um that was her editorial debut um Beautiful. anxious about that game um i think ubi themselves has said that that game will not be on this generation of consoles though um number three rayman 3 hoodlum havoc which originally came out to the on ps2 in 2003 is coming to playstation network that's cool uh number four <laughs> final <laughs> fantasy 13 2 has gone gold in japan are you Excellent. excited about that yeah that'll be cool i, I mean i'm definitely excited to <laughs> play through that all the way I heard it's only thirty to forty hours long, according to uh, the director of the game. Well, for the main quest, sure,
0: but that's certainly going to. I think that that time will probably bump up a little bit
1: with the side quests. Certainly, uh, Jack and Daxter Collection, which we revealed you know a couple weeks ago uh, due to some some uh, advanced uh, ratings at the German uh, Game Board, mm-hmm. uh, is real. It's coming to PlayStation uh, Three exclusively, and will be out in February um ps3 gamers who didn't get that promised copy of battlefield 1943 with battlefield 3 have cl- filed a class action lawsuit against ea good for them uh, number seven uh kojima told the official playstation magazine that he quote has to make end quote metal gear solid 5 <laughs> but he has quote no idea end quote what the game will actually be so thank you for that mr kojima thank you kojima son um number eight a new skyrim patch will be coming the week after thanksgiving hopefully fixing many of the problems found in the game especially with ps3 uh that's cool that's exciting we actually just ran a piece about uh we polled our readers over the weekend right. you them, you polled you I, polled yes them. i polled them and asked them what what needed to what, what what was happening with their system and the results are on ign right now Beautiful. uh number, I, you know, oh, oh, no, quick, no no please please quick interjection yes because it's a
0: conversational podcast mm-hmm. What uh, what I'm really hoping for is that they address some of the exploits as well as the glitches because exploits technically aren't glitches they're just ways to sort of get around what do you mean with like leveling and stuff yeah like like leveling exploits and and the only reason i'm like that is because when i when i see someone that has a level 100 everything maxed out character i'd like to think oh they invested this huge amount of time into the game as opposed to oh they just cheated for 20 minutes and then got that way yeah to me it almost takes away from the feeling of journeying all this way and like really growing as you said as you put it the other day organically which is really important for a game of that size and of that scope. and and there' are these people cheating away, and that just kind of bugs me
1: a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it is a little lame. Some people some people do want to play like that. I don't really hold it against them, but yeah, I mean they uh, can, they're not hurting anybody. yeah, but like the sneak skill, like for instance, like you can build that up in no time at all just by going into someone's house. When they're sleeping and just walking into the, you know, crouching down and walking into the wall, and your and your sneak will just skyrocket if you do that. Yeah. Um. And that's lame, and I don't want to play like that either. And I and I don't because, like you said, and we discussed this the other day in the office, which was when my guy's sneaking around, like really sneaking around. I like to think he's getting better and better at it, and and like you know, I'm 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 growing into that role of becoming it, a little exactly. more sneaky as it were. Uh, you can, sneaky. And there's there's other exploits. I think you can exploit a lot of spells to grow to build like your spell casting stats and stuff like that i don't really know because i'm not a spellcaster in there's the game. a
0: there's a book you can read also that just levels up all your stats to like 100 yes yeah, you that's... can just read it over and over again i'm like okay so then you're just ruining the
1: game for yeah, yourself yeah well i don't know i don't uh, yeah. i don't get that that's yeah, stupid i don't get it at all um number nine a uh, new kill zone is in development um not surprising a little disappointing actually i'd like to see what else gorilla can do um but there's rumors swirling that a Sony first party is working on PlayStation 4 already, a PlayStation 4 game, and people are wondering if a gorilla is working on Killzone 4 for the PS4. So we'll see. Interesting. Uh, number 10, uh, an old Amiga game called Putty Squad is coming to PlayStation Vita, <laughs> so that might excite people. Uh, Unit 13 is coming to PlayStation Vita. That's number 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from Zipper Interactive, and one of our Podcast Beyond alumni, I believe, is working on the game. Yeah. Jeremy. Two? two? Yeah, uh, yeah quick. Well, yeah, well. Technically two, yeah uh dunham and roper so so good for them that's exciting and number 12 a new motorstorm game from evolution is coming uh motorstorm rc that's for the playstation vita and the psn and that will support cross game functionality and you will only have to buy it once and then you will be, have both copies of the game that's, so that's exciting that's awesome
0: also in case you couldn't tell by the rc moniker that's i mean you're actually
1: driving remote control cars which is totally rad yeah it's cool uh looked really neat it reminds the me of rc pro-am on the nes am i right Sure. Um, so that's it. That's it for the Roper Report. Excellent. Very well, thank, quick. Very yeah, brief. Thank Roper you for report. that, Colin. Mm-hmm. Now, are there any other?
0: Uh, shall Shall we do maybe the games list and get that done as well? Yeah. Get, let's finish just, up our, our official business. Let's for just today? get. Let's
1: just get. Yeah. Let's just get it all over with. The official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba.
1: Uh Tekken Hybrid, uh, the King of Fighters 13, mm-hmm. WWE 12. Got it. And Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion. So all fighting games. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Yeah, yeah. holy crap! Uh, on PSN, I, I I did this for Ryan today, um, just so we can get right into it. Yes, thank uh, you, Colin. No problem. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? I downloaded it. I haven't really started playing it yet. You're um, excited for that one? Aren't yeah, you? yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna get
0: just you're just gonna hole up this this holiday and it's all just all play. get who wants to be a millionaire
1: trophies. Fucking a. <laughs> Uh, learning with the Puyus—is uh, that how you say it? Why, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, that's like a children's game. Episode two, that's out. And then digital versions of Ratchet and Clank All for One and Modern Warfare One are out as well. Mm. Uh, on PSP, you can download NBA 2K12 and Corpse Party, which looks really cool. Started playing that last night. The game looks neat. Is it's, it good? it's
0: it's really it's so weird. It's cool. I mean, it's such an interesting. I mean, I've n- I never really thought like, oh, let's play a horror game in an eight, you know, or 16-bit format so It sounds very neat. interesting sounds neat. yeah it's cool
1: um and then minis where's my heart is out for everyone yep. this week but uh, you can find the review IGN review today indeed uh the old SNK joint Akari Warriors 2 is out for as a PlayStation mini and Psycho Soldier uh PlayStation mini is out and then notable DLC Disgaea 4 got some DLC nice um, Damon'll be happy yeah uh Arkham City got some DLC Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom t- uh, 3 got DLC um and there's a bunch of discounts, especially for PlayStation Plus members. Get fifty percent off games like Limbo and Outland and some other Gatling Gears and stuff. So there's there's a lot of uh, good stuff out there for you this weekend. Beautiful.
0: Oh, by the way, I don't even I don't I mean I'm sure people will be able to tell, but we are indeed recording this on Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. Indeed, in indeed. Are we going to put it
1: up tomorrow? We're we just going to put it up today. I
0: was just going to put it up today. Give yeah. It, why give not? it to them early. For shits and giggles. Yeah, I said. absolutely. Now, uh, generally speaking, I think we're ready to go right into questions. Jump Am in. I right? Okay. So if you would like to join the podcast Beyond Discussion, uh, you are always welcome to email us, uh, send it to beyond at IGN.com. It's so easy. Starting with... It's too easy. It's too, it's too, <laughs> we, make it, we make it too easy for you. So easy. Um. Our, my junk mail folder collects a lot of your mail, and I have to move it manually over to my Beyond folder mm-hmm. in my Outlook Anyway, let's start with a question from Albert, who writes Greetings, Ryan and Colin. What are some of your Thanksgiving traditions, if you guys have any? And Colin, is it time to hit the panic button on your New York Jets? Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving, guys, beyond. Why don't you take that one, ride for, for starters? All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, well, my uh, Thanksgiving traditions when I was younger were obviously to have dinner, um, at, like a formal dinner with my family, particularly at my grandmother's house, uh, which was always tons of fun. And I get along really well with my family, so uh, that those are good times. But as I am now across the country, on the other side of the country, um, it's not quite as easy. I usually only fly home for uh, the Christmas holidays, um, but... Uh, this year, I think I'm just going to spend some time with the lady friend and uh, maybe go to dinner with her. Very and I'm going to go to dinner. Well, we're we're going to um, one of her co- her colleagues' houses for dinner. What are you like What to, are you bringing? Uh, I don't know yet. I think um, Neethi is cooking dessert or something. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. Nice.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, what about? Uh, I can't really answer your answer about the New York Jets. Do you? Is it time to hit the panic button on them?
1: Yeah. It is. Okay um yeah they're five and five not looking very good uh play the bills on sunday that's a must win game for both of those teams so that should be uh interesting uh game they're still in good shape they if they win if they win out and maybe only lose one maybe two more games they they might make the playoffs but two games is, is pushing it that would be nine and seven they really need to be ten and six got um, it got it remember this is a video game podcast yes. folks <laughs> uh <laughs> My tra- yeah, like you, like my traditions have changed over time. Yeah. Um, when my grandparents were still alive, we would all congregate on Long Island and and have dinner there. Um, since since that's you know since that ha- you know since they passed away and stuff, that's kind of changed. In college, uh, my, a lot of my family actually transplanted to Virginia. Interesting. Uh, my dad is the only one really left on Long Island, along with like much of my my aunts, my uncles, my cousins are all on Long Island still too. But my immediate family all lives basically in Virginia. My two sisters. Um, live there with their families and my mom lives there as well so teaching uh, and uh, advising at a university there so uh, now uh, they just do their thing there my brother lives in Philadelphia so you Mm -hmm. know I think he goes and hangs out with them Mm -hmm. and I just kind of stay here my friend Kevin that I went to Northeastern with uh, we've had Thanksgiving uh, the last three years I think together Uh, it's kind of just like you know whoever's around kind of thing so I'm making some garlic mashed potatoes tomorrow Oh. oh yeah
0: You put those potatoes on the oven.
1: And then I'm going to go to his house and drink and watch football. That sounds fantastic. Yeah.
0: What a, what a holiday. It is. It? It's a hell of a holiday. It's that a, hell a, holiday. Is a hell of a thing, I'll it's tell you great. what. It's <laughs> great. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, an actual video game question. This is okay. uh, also from, I think this is from a different Albert. This is from Albert Shue, uh, who writes Dear Colin and Ryan, beyond, beyond, what are your most anticipated games of 2012 and why? And then a second question, which we can get to later, is do you believe that the PS3 is coming up at the end of its life cycle, or is that 10-year plan still in play?
1: Ah, that's a good question. Mm -mm. Why don't you begin?
0: My most anticipated game of 2012 is easily and unfortunately not a PlayStation 3 game, Diablo 3, uh, followed pretty closely by Guild Wars 2. And then I would say... Jesus. Yeah, and then I would say the the actual PlayStation game I'm super pumped about is... uh, is uh, Gravity Rush, Gravity Days, yeah, Gravity Days, yeah, Gravity Daze, um, yeah gra- but Gravity Rush is its uh, American or uh, English title, and uh, I'm also and, and I always keep forgetting about Mass Effect too. Mm-hmm. How could I forget about Mass
1: Effect? How, could you, fa- how could you? I, forget I, about see,
0: because I well, I originally played through those games on the uh, 360. I sort of still envision them as 360 games, even though now they're multi-platform, and I will probably play that on
1: 360 because that's where my character is. Yeah, yeah, that but, makes sense. Uh, yeah, how about you, buddy? Um, there's a lot of them, you know. I mean obviously mass Effect 3 is going to be you know really exciting to play and and that comes out somewhat soon mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think uh, kingdoms of amalur reckoning i've spent a lot of time with that game and, and written about it pretty extensively and i think that game's really exciting i'm excited I, about that too i think that game looks really cool um and then i mean in terms of ps3 exclusives i guess there are three in particular that i'm really excited about i'm excited about Sly 4 okay uh, i want to see what sansaro can do that game looks really cool um definitely and hopefully we'll be playing and see more boy, of it uh, Is that where our boy XYZ? Yeah, yeah, he works there. Um, you know, Props to them, because that, that game, at, at the very least, looks really good. And when we saw <laughs> it at E3 and they played it, it looked like it played like, like a slide game, and that's really exciting. Um, and I'm interested to see what those guys can do and what kind of reception they get. Um, I think Dust514 looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds even better, and if that game... If that game is executed the way it should be and could be, then that might be one of the most uh, ambitious games ever made. And, Absolutely, and uh, not Absolutely. like no no holds barred, like one of the most ambitious games ever made. And I think that that game sounds really cool. Whether or not it comes out as as intended is another thing entirely, because that is that the architecture of that game is super complicated. And if people don't know, that game is tied intimately into Eve Online, which is an MMO on PC, and the events in the two games should interact with each other and actually affect <laughs> each other. So. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I, I'm really excited about the Last Guardian. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't say anything about that. I yeah, want because s- that's that can't We know that game's never coming out. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> if that game ever comes
0: out, I assume it'll come out fall. You know, maybe this time next year. I I mean, I hope it's next year, man. Could you imagine if it wasn't until t- like early 2013? No, I couldn't imagine because I don't know what the hell they're doing.
1: Over there. I don't even know how the game's taken this long to begin They're with. They're making great games. They are, and that's great. But I'm much like Gran Turismo five, not that I'm a racing fan and not that I spent any time with that game, but I know that one of the things that killed that game with a lot of people and made it, you know, a great game instead of like this outrageous like, you know, event was how long it took and like yeah. how, how the time it took in making that game just totally uh, chipped away and eroded at at the the, excitement the excitement level and like the the prestige of the game almost and and this you know last guardian by you know from all intents and purposes has been in development for five six years yeah so i i don't that's not the first game that's taken that long no certainly not but but i just don't understand how it can take so long and like they had these original targets of releasing the game and it wasn't ready and that's not a good sign so i i you know and the same thing with gran turismo gran turismo was supposed to come out many different times and didn't so I don't know. I don't know what that means. But I, I'm anxious about that game, not necessarily to, to play it in a vacuum, but to see like if it's actually as good as, it's, as it's, it's, it has the potential to be. And then, of course, Clements, all the Vita games that yeah. are
0: coming out. I well, mean, that's why I threw in Gravity Rush, yeah. just because that's what I'm most excited for. But man, that, those launch titles, oh, it's going gonna, gonna, gonna to be killer.
1: Yeah, Skate Plan is going to be gonna awesome. It's just going to be
0: delightful. Um,
1: I mean, we, you know, like I said a, a few bo- beyonds ago, and I know you agree with me, we've played Vita so much now. That I'm, I'm so anxious for other people to just play it. You I know? know, I want you guys to see how good it is and and become a believer because there's become there's because there's just plenty there's plenty to rave about with the Vita, not only about how the game, how it looks and how it feels and how the games look and feel with those analog sticks and 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 the trophies and the trophies and the you know the PSN architecture on it and stuff like that. I guess the Vita game I'm most excited about is Escape Plan, but mm. Resistance Burning Skies is, a, is certainly it's a close gonna, second. It's gonna be killer. Yeah, it's gonna be killer. No doubt.
0: Uh, and, and then to answer, uh, Albert's other question, I would say in, in order to predict the life cycle of the PS3, we need only look to how Sony handled the PS2. It will still exist. Games will still come out for it, but it will, the focus will shift to whatever console they are. They're pushing the hardest.
1: Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah, I so. think, um, I don't think we're going to see anything about PlayStation 4 in 2012. I think in 2013, maybe they'll show uh, the, PlayStation The announcement. All right. at e3 or tgs and then i think e3 i think they do it at e3, e3 yeah, yeah. And then if they do it at e3 then maybe 2014 fall the, the system comes out yeah. but i think i don't Man, know that's There's a ways
0: away th- so you don't think they're going to do like a, an announcement at
1: e3 next year no really? I, I think that would be a huge mistake on their part to be honest because ps 3s are starting to sell and the price is right and people are getting in on that's the blu-ray true. and stuff like that's that and i don't think they want to interrupt this 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 uh this flow as it were that they kinda have developed with PS3 for the first time. Not that it's not that it's selling in North America, you know, in great numbers, but it certainly worldwide selling more than the competition and and uh I think they have a good thing going with PS3. Uh, I don't I mean they got, if, they got a good thing going. I mean if it was up to me, like I'd have all the first party devs do another round of PS three games. You know, and right. then and then in twenty fifteen or something be like here's the PS four, you know and, and I don't I don't see the rush. The PS three is still very powerful. You how much better is it really going to get? I know. Exactly. I don't I don't really get it. No, yeah. it's not
0: I mean honestly uh, the the leap between PS3 and PS4 will not be the same leap we saw with 2 and 3. No way, no way. I mean it's not where I don't even know if I like our programming tech isn't there yet you know what i mean yeah i don't i don't it'll see it it'll be yeah. it'll be like a, a more subtle
1: improvement which is will still be appreciated but yeah i think it'll be a matter of like ram and how games run and how big they are and yeah, how quick exactly. everything loads and stuff like that and that'll be cool the other thing i would take pause at Clements, is that th- what seems to be really important with vita is ps3 connectivity mm. and You don't want to interrupt that either as a selling point, because I keep saying and I'll say it again: Vita and PS3 will be bundled together. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it; they will be bundled together. They'll sell them for, you know, with a couple games, maybe for 500 bucks or something like that, and like that's going to be what's important. And and maybe Vita will talk to PS4 too. I've never heard you uh, make that uh, prediction. Oh, we've said it a few times. I think on the podcast in the past. Yeah, no way. Yeah, definitely. Maybe I've
0: been zoned out or thinking about K-pop. Yeah, probably. Man, but yeah, that's yeah, that's a very that's a that would be cool. I think that's going to be the big selling point. So, all right, excellent um we have uh, a few non-video game related questions so let me just see what this one is let's do another just do another quick holiday question because it is in the holidays okay uh this is from jason who writes since the holiday season is here i was wondering what some of your favorite christmas themed films are growing up in the midwest i was always partial to a christmas story etc etc thanks for the years of entertainment can't wait to make it out to san fran and meet you all this is from jason Chris, uh, do you have
1: like any holiday movies that you like? I mean, it's it's gonna sound funny and almost a little corny, but my favorite holiday movie is the movie is Home Alone. Yeah, like hardcore. Like I, I think Home Alone <laughs> is like it, Home Alone is really <laughs> like by itself. Obviously, like they got out of control with the sequel, which wasn't terrible, but then like the third one and there's more of them I think in that. But Home Alone one is a funny, funny movie. Yeah, you know? and like, it's just a good movie. It's it's well made and, and it's <laughs> and it's, you know. Um, I think it's I think it's cool. It, it it's always on like TBS or something around this time of year, and I, I always watch it. I just think it's a kind of a funny flick, and, and kind of a screwed up movie too at the same time. Like their parents just, their parents, his parents, leave him home, and then they do it again. <laughs> it's like Jesus. They're the worst worst parents ever. I know, it's awesome. Um, I am I'm obviously
0: partial to. Uh, I actually have really fond memories of Bad Santa now because of uh, watching it with uh, with uh, IGN alum, uh, alumni. Uh, david clayman and eric Bredvig. That as that was and and actually and uh current ign resident charles on yet that was one of like the mo- the best holiday experiences i've ever had is we we put uh we got hot cocoa we put that like peppermint schnapps or whatever whatever you like the, whatever alcohol you can mix with hot cocoa and it goes really well maybe it was like a bailey's kind of yeah i don't know something i don't know anyway they, they it tasted delicious and it I was bet. bad santa and that's Ramp. where yeah i came from <laughs> Um, all right. So, oh, here, here's uh here's one from Titty T. He, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello friends. This is Mike, uh, AKA the crazy guy from Comic-Con that I met both Greg and Colin. And he also says, hi Ryan. Anyway, here's my question. Would you agree or disagree? I feel most of the Xbox community are immature. while most of the PSN community is not, not being biased against Xbox. I'm just saying there are a lot of assholes out there. And also once more beyond this is from Mike.
1: What do you think about the uh, the 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 two different communities? No, I don't think that at all. I mean, I I think that part of what contributes to what like uh, the more cesspool culture of Xbox Live, frankly, (laughs) is that the you know the system is is speaking to each other is more prevalent on Xbox. Like just playing online is more prevalent. I think when you give people access to headsets and the online features are just more robust on a system, that you're just going to find more assholes. You know, and I think I think I don't I think it would be the same way on PS3 if if you. If like people don't have it to, with an easy to plug in, yeah. If people could somehow figure out how to connect the Bluetooth headset to the PlayStation Three, I think it would be uh, you know much easier than that. You run, you know, that, I keep saying I love PS Three more because people don't talk to each other in games and like they leave each other alone, and that's true. I've never really had any bad experiences. Plus, IGN is in my name, and you would think that that would like draw some ire of people, but it, you know, people that don't like us or you know just want to hate or whatever. But that doesn't happen. And I play, you know, I played Home, you know, like the last game I, the last two games I played extensively online were Homefront. Mm-hmm. and fear 3. I lo- I love those games online and no one ever gave me a hard time. Very few people talk. If they do, I just mute them. I don't want to hear anyone talk. The only game online I ever played that like people really mm-hmm. like to talk is like, were like the kill zone games. Yeah. And people love talking on kill zone games. And I just mute mm-hmm. them there too. See, I like talk. I I like talking
0: if you're actually talking strategy.
1: And and that's obviously
0: like that was so critical in some of the online games that I used to play like Halo Wars back in the day with once again David Clayman and Eric Brodwick. Um, yeah, and I would I would agree with that. Oh, did someone just fall? No, the core just changed. All right, um, yeah. I mean, I would say that the gaming community is just a mix of people all across all platforms. I mean, you're
1: going to find genuinely great people in the in games. You're going to find total idiots. That's just how it is. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I don't think it has anything to do with platform. I think it has to do with accessibility. It's like it's like with the Wii. I'm sure you'd find just an uh, equivalently douchey group of people if you could talk on the Wii and there were games people were playing you know what I mean yep, it's like absolutely. I think it's just getting it's like the internet you just got a bunch of people together in a place and it's gonna, inevitably just gonna turn to shit it's just gonna get fucking vulgar yeah. like you and I do yeah.
0: <laughs> alright let's do one from Preston from Dallas Texas Preston writes uh, these are quick fires okay. you ready call yeah uh, let's do you first my brother and I are quite interested in Mega Man but have not bought any owning a PS2 PS3 and PSP
1: which do you recommend starting with if you have a PS2 and you can find it, the Mega Man Collection is a really good place to start because that's one Mega Man one through eight um, all on there. If you want to buy it on PSN, you can buy nine and ten. Um, just be warned, one is really hard. You know, don't like be the turned. Original yeah, Mega Man. it's yes. really hard. It's like it's it's definitely the hardest Mega Man game. So right. and the most unforgiving one. So you so probably I would go to Mega Man Collection just. Work oh, well, why it. not nine and ten though? Because that's the right I don't download could, right here. Your... Yeah, you could. I just don't think he'd appreciate. I don't. I don't can't imagine someone's going to appreciate those games. Those games aren't made. In my opinion, for people that didn't play the old Mega Man games, those are made for people that like were like, "Wow, this is super nostalgic." I don't think you get the same thing out of Mega Man Nine. Yeah, and but 10. Then,
0: but you're but they're emulating what was done originally. So if you're just if you're playing like the updated emulation,
1: maybe that's like how you get introduced into that old school aesthetic. Sure, if you want to work your way backwards, I guess. I just to me like part of what floored me about Nine and Ten, especially Nine, when it came out like Nine. 9 I remember I was like I couldn't even contain my excitement. I very remember. I, I, I very I remember, remember, I very I remember like you
0: that. like like walking aggressively around the office. Hunting down the box that it came in, so that you could download it or whatever. It's like it's so
1: good. I, I you know, t- but to me, it was like turning it on and being like, I'm a huge Mega Man fan from back in the day. And this is a new. This is a Meg, This is a real Mega Man game. This is a real Mega Man game. And I just don't know if someone's really gonna get punched in the face by it like that if they haven't played the old ones. But to each his own. I don't know if they will, regardless, because they 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 don't have the the ten you know mm-hmm. however ten year mm-hmm. gap. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. No, on. Uh, I was three, four, five when I started playing Mega Man games. So all right, so way way more than that. Yeah,
0: like twenty year gap. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they don't have that. They they won't have that. So it won't be the same for them, which is why I thought they won't
1: have that Christmas 1990 when I got Mega Man three. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
0: oh buddy, um, the question for me is: What do you, I expect to see from Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen? I expect to see something that I've been, re- I've, I've always wanted, which is a Kingdom Hearts style Final Fantasy, like kind of action-oriented game, but it doesn't have all the Disney shit in it. Now. I, I still love Kingdom Hearts, but if you could if I could get Kingdom Hearts without all the Disney stuff, I'd do that. And that's kind of always how I envision versus thirteen. It's like a really dark Kingdom Hearts to me. That's Sounds like good. Kinda how I picture it. Um it also seems like they're definitely going for the more quasi realistic approach where, you know, this the city that they occupy is very much like kind of a semi futuristic Tokyo and it's not completely crazy and floating in the air and there's like cyber dragons flying around. This is you know, like the main character is driving in like a really nice car, you know, down the highway, and it's it's really great. You should watch the, if you haven't seen some of those trailers that have come out recently. You should check those. What's out. the ETA on that uh, game? So a ways out, right? Yeah, it's that's a waste. I mean, that, that, that's still completely unconfirmed. They're still it's still in development. Mm, sounds like it's gonna get canceled. Oh, my, if they did, that would be the <laughs> biggest mistake they've ever made. More than Final Fantasy 14. Um yeah, I mean I would say that the, the the reason is is that Square Enix often splits up their efforts so much across a bunch of different games that that's why they take so long. In my that's kind of how I perceive it. Then the question for Greg was, what is your choice for game of the year? But Greg's not here. So Greg's choice for game of the year is probably I assume he seems very strongly towards Uncharted 3. Yeah. So I'm let's let's guess that he would be picking Uncharted 3. If it but wasn't I'm, Uncharted 3, it would definitely be Naughty Bear. Naughty Bear. Right, just a high-quality high, high quality game yeah, all around. One of the best. No problems. <laughs> the best, uh, Jerry, the best. So this is from, let's see, Schwinn <laughs> <Shwin. laughs> Uh My question is this. If you could choose one feature or change for the PS4 to
1: have, what would it be and why? Um, For me, it would be, I would like the idea of a Vita-like system in which every game had to be available digitally even i don't think it's i don't think it's time yet we've said this before i don't think it's time to go solid state yet i think you're isolated i think it's uh, you're isolating a lot of people in the country and in the world that don't have access to internet uh, high-speed internet i think mm. people are making a huge mistake when they talk so confidently about so- the solid state future happening right around the corner i think you, you're greatly mistaken uh but um that option like with vita like where the game has to be available digitally is a great idea and that's the step that's the next step towards the solid state future which will happen in two generations not one so that's what I would want with PS4. All right.
0: Yeah. I think that because they would be building from the ground up, most likely, I would love to see a refined, uh, like, cross-media bar experience, something that loads faster, it's a little more intuitive, it doesn't... You can do more system features from within the game. I still don't understand why, in order for me to switch the sound output on my PS3, like, say, so I'm, I have a digital audio, so it's going through my headphones, and then someone walks by and they're like, oh, can I, like, watch? And I, you know, I'm like, well... I, you can't hear it because it's going through digital, and I, I would have to, like, turn it on to HDMI so it comes out of my TV screen. Yeah, and then I have to turn the game off. Yeah, so bit. I have to quit the game. I mean, I, that that stuff has never made any sense to me. And if they're starting from scratch, they really need to have a, a much more polished, uh, like, system, system menu experience, I think.
1: Yeah, I think there's – I'm of two minds with that. And the first thing is that I don't think cross-media bar as, it's, as, as it is is bad. I no, it's think, not. I, I think, think, think so. it's, like, far beyond what – beyond – what – Beyond xbox is, is in terms of being able to navigate i think xbox of, i think in I think terms of navigation, navigation i think it, yeah. it, it actually it, it stomps xbox yeah but in terms of features obviously xbox stomps playstation right and um i mean it was confirmed i think not too long ago that like we can't have cross media or uh, we can't have cross game chat like it's not possible right. um well you know like things like that and i that doesn't bother me at all but i know that that bothers some people or whatever and certain things do confuse me about messaging and syncing trophies and um having to quit out of your game to do anything basically yeah. you know like you have to quit to like install a, a bluetooth headset you have to quit if you're like with with the audio problems or whatever and, yep. like it's yep. that kind of shit is annoying it's very you know? annoying um, very disruptive to a gaming experience but like i, I don't when people like kind of draw a blank blank statement which is very common about how a cross media bar just sucks i'm like go play with an xbox and f- try to figure out what you're doing <laughs> on it you know <laughs> seventy- <treaties> um figure it out <laughs> obviously when you get into the meat of what the Xbox experience is, there's so many things to do. And obviously it's going to become more second nature to you, the more you use it. But, um, you know i think they can learn a great deal from xbox in terms of uh, xbox 360 in terms of the online experience and absolutely and stuff like that um i still say online psn will always be free i don't think that's ever going to change but i think xbox can learn a great deal from playstation in terms of a, a navigation system that works you know? Yeah, know because cross media bar does take a, a minute to render sometimes and stuff like that but like it's easy like you're just moving around and finding all these things i think it's like very intuitive in a way oh yeah it's it's organized
0: well it's the speed i'm more talking about speed and functionality which could really at this point only change through a complete overhaul they can't really go back and like just completely i mean i guess they could but then it would require this massive system update and yeah we, we definitely want another one of those yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right let us move on to let's see here uh, i guess we'll do this question this is from john who writes hi colin and ryan short sweet and to the point but are annualized franchise bad for game franchises sorry bad for gaming Call of Duty obviously being the main or worst perpetrator of this. Now there's also talk of Final Fantasy heading in the same direction with a 1 to 2 year turnover for new games, a trend for any franchise that I'm not a fan of beyond from John. What do you think? This is a tough call, man. I I don't I don't like the idea of a game sort of coming out for the sake of coming out on that year that um but at the same time when you say is it bad for gaming? I don't know. I mean, is it I mean, it makes money, so is that good for the gaming industry? You know what I mean? Does it I, like there's a lot of different ways I think you could look at this. i, I personally would prefer the games just come out when they come out and developers take their time because that usually means a better product. Uh, and I mean this look at like how the Madden series has oftentimes been very iterative as
1: opposed to completely you know starting from scratch. Uh so well yeah I think the I think the the Madden series is a, a good place to jump off with this because I think people are finally getting really tired of Madden. And and the only reason that you know EA gets away with Madden really and like how how you know it doesn't change and it doesn't ex- run exceptionally well and so like that and, mm-hmm. um is that they basically have the license to the NFL. So like making a football game with the, without the NFL license is, is is suicide. You wouldn't do it. Um and well, companies have done it and it hasn't sold well. Um and it's kind of a shame in that sense, too, because a game that EA does, like the NHL series, is like really, really good. Mm. Um, but uh, you know I don't think it's bad. Like you said, like the games sell, and that's good for the industry. Right. Um, I get a little disappointed that companies are less willing to take risks because gamers are less willing to buy those those random games that come out the, the you know games like bayonetta which you know i is still sitting on my shelf frankly i know you really love it or vanquish <laughs> which is like an amazing game vanquish is amazing you know or you know i get really mad when i think about a studio which i always talk about and people make fun of me raven just because you know they made singularity and they made wolfenstein and those games didn't sell well and now they're you know they worked on modern warfare 3 now they're on modern warfare duty you know and it's like that sucks because yeah. those guys tried to make games that were good they were good and people didn't people didn't buy them you know so I think we have to. If we don't want a, a something like that, I think we have to kind of speak with our wallets a little bit more and, and support the games that are, that are good that come out that that are new and different. I mean, that's what Absolutely. I keep saying about even Arkham City. Like that game's cool and I really like it, but I want to see what that studio does. I want to see them do something else. I, I even say that about about Naughty Dog. It's like Uncharted Three is an awesome game, but like, what else can you do now? You know, like do something else. I understand that the bottom line is money, and they want to make money. And, and Uncharted Three is going to sell millions of copies. Uncharted Four will sell even more, and obviously. That's the bottom line. But, you know, you take risks like like Sega did with Vanquish, and Vanquish sold really well. You know, Vanquish did really well. So the, it's possible to find lesser success if you set your expectations lower and then build it from there, I think. The, yeah, and the thing is is that one thing we all have to keep in mind when you
0: say vote with your wallet and find those games and support them that are, like, kind of not well-known, not, you know, maybe not as maybe not as polished as, like, you know, a Modern Warfare 3. I just spit on the keyboard. Sorry, computer. Um, um is uh is that Call of Duty, Uncharted, all these franchises started somewhere. They also were once original IPs that were risks that were chances. And you know, I think that there's there's always that chance that a game might take off. And yeah, that's why I I, I really I always get excited for new IPs. I mean, that's why I'm so excited for Nino Kuni because it's this just this Ni new thing.
1: Nino no no. So uh yeah, that's uh that's it's that. a good question though. Yeah. yeah I just I mean to me it's just, you know, I don't know. I think about a game a series that like I'm not even excited about like Assassin's Creed and like we're seeing a game like that like every year, you know? It's like, come on. I
0: love. yeah, the funny thing is my my excitement to play an Assassin's Creed game, I missed the first one, right? And then when the second one came out and everybody was like, This one's way better. It's an awesome game and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm totally feeling this and, and I didn't quite get to it. It was like on my shelf, I was ready to go. And then like and then Brotherhood came out. And then, like, Revelations is coming out. And, and they're then making I'll, another one next year. And then they're year. making another one. It's and like, I'm like it's too oh, much. I lost they're, it. They're like, kill- yeah, they're killing it. That's it. They're I mean, and now, now, now I'll feel like I'll never be able to catch up. There's no point. Now, now I'm just probably never going to play an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, they, I mean, they killed it for me. That's
1: what, I mean, I, I, I missed the first one, too. I played the second one for a couple hours. I'm like, this game is not good like for you know in my opinion like this game is is, is weird and boring But, but a lot and of people really like no, it. No, I though. I understand that but to me it's like so whenever you know and I just gave up after that so whenever I see that series like getting just iteration after iteration it's like you know if these games are really as good as everyone thinks they are then let's see something else. Yeah. You know? I like you got, that team is certainly capable of doing something else. Um I don't know. I just I get disappointed with uh, I like sequels as much as the next guy, you know, for great games and I want another infamous and I would love to see more resistance and stuff, but at the same time like you can't help but wonder what some of these studios are capable of, and if you I really know. and if you really think back to old, you know the older times in gaming, like sequelitis was not nearly this pronounced, you yeah. know. And even when sequels were produced, some of these games were radically different than the game that came before right? Zelda Castle, two, Zelda two, Castlevania two, Mario two, which is technically not a Mario game, but like the, the 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 mentality behind sequels back then was not the same as it is now. Yeah. You know, the the real Mario two sequel is more mario you know but the mario tc well they gave us that everyone loved was radically different game and the same thing with castlevania 2 which was basically an rpg and the same thing with zelda 2 which was you know top down and then side scroller and dungeon crawling and all this stuff it was totally like it was totally different so maybe not the dungeon crawling but yeah just uh i i I feel like that i think people are getting frustrated because they're getting the same shit over and over again and uh i say if you don't want the same shit over and over again then don't buy it don't buy
0: it yeah by someone else, by Catherine, by uh, by Nino Cooney mm-hmm, when it comes out. Mm-hmm, Which, mm-hmm. By the way, as Colin and I have said once again, and I just want to drill this into everybody's heads. All right. So, can we talk about the news item that you and I just were kind of flabbergasted by right before we came in sure, here? Sure, sure, sure. So, I now. By the way, how, how that those those sales numbers that you and I were talking about, how was that a month? I think it was a week. That was a week. Yeah. Okay, got it. So. That, uh, again, don't quote us on the duration of this of this sale of these sales numbers, but presumably a week in Japan uh, recently, uh, the numbers came out, and Call of Duty: Modern Warfare three completely completely outsold Nino Kuni and this other um, was it a DS game that was. Gigant something. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I was just Ni- looking at those two Ni- games. Nino Ni Kuni. So, and uh, Call of Duty was like like in like the 170,000. It was like 183,000 or, 180, or, yeah, yeah, or something
1: to Ni- 66,000 or something. Like.
0: Nino Kuni. Now, guys, uh, you people listening, if you like Modern Warfare 3 and that's really your game, awesome. You know, that's fine. So, I'm not telling you not to support the games that you love. But remember, there are other games out there worth people's attention. And if you guys are all kind of still interested in JRPGs, um, I think Colin and I can both say safely say that that Ni no Kuni will probably be the next and perhaps last greatest uh, JRPG. I mean, that, that game's going to—I just have such high expectations for that game. In the more recent spirit
1: of, like, Eternal Sonata and exactly,
0: stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. And if you really want to see something that, you know, proves that Japan still has a fucking knack for RPGs and, you know, doing it their own way, uh, that's definitely a game that you should support When, when
1: that because that is confirmed for the West. And and since we're talking about this, comments. I mean, it's worth noting, too, and I say this over and over again, and I, I noted about it, you know, when I was disappointed when we did Podcast Beyond Live at Comic-Con was— How few people, you know, when I ask people who bought Sideway New York, who bought Rochard and like no one, you know, it's like that, that to me is, I'm actually starting to get bothered about how few people are playing PSN games and how, how, how many great games are on PSN and how you get so much bang for your buck on PSN compared to some of these games. You're going and buying Modern Warfare 3. That's awesome. And if you, and like Clement said, if you like it and that's great, I haven't played it yet. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the campaign's fantastic. I've never had a problem with the Call of Duty campaign. I just don't really understand its popularity. Right. Um. But man when I when I think about you getting a 5 hour campaign out of that, you know, Rochard is longer than that. It's like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, Sideway New York is is a great 5 hour sit down weekend game, you know, and and people aren't playing these games. People aren't playing Alien Zombie Megadeth. Death. People aren't really playing Outland. People aren't playing From Dust. People aren't you know, there's so many awesome psn games and and people need to start paying more attention to that because I'm, I'm telling you developers are going to start getting scared about putting their games on psn we're not going to get exclusives anymore we're not going to get these 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 uh indie games anymore if people don't start buying them you yeah. know for every super stardust and shatter that sell really well and those are above the cream of the crop no doubt about it yeah um you know, there are under the radar games that are worth your time and worth an investment and worth a look. And, you know, something like Max in the Magic Market, which isn't like an amazing game, but that's a cool game. That's a nice, fun sit down and play game. Just give those yeah. games more of a chance. Not everything has to come out of a case, you know? So here's what you can do to support the Podcast Beyond community and also, more importantly, the
0: PlayStation world. All right. If you, over the holidays, if you get a little uh, extra money or you want to uh, buy something on sale, go and tell your friends about Nino Kuni tell them hey you should uh, totally download uh, Outland or whatever you know any any PSN game of your choice talk about it Down- go give it a shot download it because that's the only way that we can support these games and actually get them you know out to more people especially remember don't ever don't ever dismiss the power of just telling your friends that don't listen to podcast beyond about games that they should get so, I, I, I highly encourage all of you to let like, go and fucking pre-order Nino Kuni because the game's
1: going to be the shit. And, hey, I'll say this, too, about Outlander specifically because it is on sale and it, is, it was cheap to begin with and it's cheaper now. A, that's from the studio that did Super Stardust yes. and Dead Nation, which are two of the best games on PSN. Mm-hmm. And I dare you to play that game and tell me that it's not beautiful, that it's not fun, that it's not atmospheric and ambient, that you mm-hmm. didn't have a good time. I dare you to tell me that. Dare, you know? dare. Go, official play. podcast beyond dare outland is like one of those games where i'm like i can't imagine anyone not liking this game so what how much is it now if it's on sale <sighs> it's cheap i think it's like for ps plus members maybe
0: six bucks yeah less than seven, ten. Right? seven bucks yeah no less yeah. than ten dollars oh, yeah. go and get outland and have a good holiday weekend playing that and then we dare you to tell colin it's bad <laughs> we we dare you i don't you got, dare you. yeah we and I'll remember physical and everybody remember if you if you're part if you're a loving member of the podcast beyond family and we love all of our fans just, you know, do us a favor. Do the PlayStation community a favor and go tell, talk to your friends more about video games. Because remember, they don't all listen to Podcast Beyond. And but there are they lo- should. There are a lot more PlayStation 3 owners than there are Podcast Beyond fans. And that needs by to change. By only a few million, though. By, by a few million. Whew, that, was a good, that was a good little topic right there. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, let's do a question from Ryan real quick. Not me. Another are asking yourself a question? Not asking myself a question. Uh, Ryan writes, you guys have been drunk on some podcasts. Are you actually allowed to drink at work? I develop websites at a call center, and there's no way we'd be allowed to drink while working, though that would be awesome. Keep on rocking the PS3 and tell people to add me on PSN. Our, RCA Studios. That's what Ryan's uh, PSN name is. I will, I will throw that out there for him. RCA Studios. Anyway, yeah, we're allowed to do. Um,
1: we are allowed, but and not allowed, but we're allowed. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, I don't, we're pretty much. It's involved. not a problem. I mean, when we when Greg and I got drunk for PlayStation Network coming back, whatever it was, a Saturday yeah um but yeah I, I don't think it's not a huge problem as long as it doesn't you know it doesn't happen like every day or yeah, even every absolutely. month or every six months i mean it, it's it's a uh, it's a rare thing and yeah. also keep in mind that i mean everybody here at
0: i g n is a professional and we know that you know when you do that you're you know you obviously are done with your work there's a good time for you to have a drink with your colleagues and uh and there's a bad time um uh yeah so keep that in mind. We are, we're not trying to be rebels or anything. It's kind of just the culture here at IGN. We, we know when when it's, there's time for work and when there's time for play. Trust us. Yes. Let's see. Ah, here's a good, uh, good one from our old friend, Rolls-Royce5. Okay. We know Rolls-Royce. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ryan and Colin. Rolls-Royce here with a quick question for you guys that you could also save for when Greg gets back. Let's do it now. With un- uh, which Uncharted Platinum Trophy is the most rewarding, i.e. challenging, in your opinions? I've beaten each one and would like to go back and plat them all, but would like to start with the one that is most difficult and plat them from hardest to easiest. Keep up the great entertaining work.
1: Colin, I'm going to have to defer to your judgment on okay. this one. Yeah, I have Platinum in, in Drake's Fortune Among Thieves. I don't have the Platinum in, in uh, Drake's Deception yet. And according yet. to Greg, you never will. Whatever. Yeah, I know. That's just because I was making fun of him for never getting it. Um <laughs> I think Drake's Fortune is by far the hardest uncharted game. So, I would I would start there. I think the games get progressively easier. I think Uncharted 3 was undoubtedly the easiest game. Which I still series. sort of disagree with, but I'll I'll go I'll go with you on for now. Yeah, I mean, in uh, you know, my, my opinion, I mean maybe maybe, maybe I'll, some, someone else has some different guidance. I would just start with Drake's Fortune and get that out of the way because there are some scenes including the airplane scene in particular in the jungle with the crash airplane that is really hard. Like really 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 throw your controller through the the window hard. So, please don't throw your controller. Yeah, don't do through that. Through the window. But right. I can't, you know, and Among Thieves had, had its moments, too, but there are only a few things in Drake's Deception I think, that are going to frustrate me when I finally get around to, to doing that. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. Cool. Know. Hey, Carl. Yeah. What are we going to do for lunch today? Ooh. Think about it. HRD? <coughs> was that like I a don't
0: know. meow? Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was, sorry. Mm-hmm. That was, I was, I was supposed to, I, w- I wanted to go, meh, nah. but it came out I don't really, know. I want, like, I want to get pitched. something quick, because I, I have things to do. All right, cool. Well, let's, you, well, you think about it. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do one from Brandon who writes With a Jack and Daxter HD collection revealed, do you think that a Ratchet and Clank collection is far behind? I think it is very likely as Jack and Ratchet run on the same engine. Is that true? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Hmm. Two different companies, it's possible. Are there any series that you guys want
1: an HD collection of? Ani Musha is the collection I want the most. Is that that the one you want? I I wrote a piece that was very, very, people got very angry over for some reason. I have no idea why, which was basically just posing the question. Is this HD collection deluge, this tsunami, as mm-hmm. it were, mm-hmm. is it just getting to become too much now? Like, I like going back and playing old games. I like that we get to have trophies on these games and stuff, but I mean, man, oh man, there's a lot of collections now. And obviously, a studio like Blue Point is really just focusing on HDizing games and stuff, and so it's not really taking away assets from anyone. And in fact, it's making people money, which is nice, but I just wonder, is it becoming too much? So I say that mm-hmm. with, I say that I want Animusha and I would love Mega Man Collection you know, with trophies and stuff, you know, I would love those things. I say that with reservation though, that, you know, I'd prefer to kind of see some new games um, yeah, at this point. I think I'd also prefer to see new games, but honestly, the, the playing old games
0: with HD is really, I think something that I, I really cherish because, when you try and go back and play some of those old games, I mean, fond memories aside, some of those games, it's just it's sometimes it's hard to play because they just look fuzzy. It's kind of hard. It's harder to tell on an HD set with SD graphic graphics running. I, I don't
1: know. I sometimes have a hard, I feel like it takes away from it a little bit. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I like going back uh, and strolling down memory lane sometimes. I think that that's only a problem with certain generations of games, though. I think like the N sixty four PlayStation era is the is the era of games that where games will age the the worst. Um, a game like Mario sixty four and Zelda Ocarina of Time and Final Fantasy seven to a degree, and and some other games that just look terrible. No, yeah. I would say that N sixty four games look a little better than
0: some of those early PlayStation one games. Yeah, early PlayStation one games. I mean, yeah. if you're talking
1: about like Den or something like yeah. that. But I think I think PlayStation games started to look pretty good. I think Final Fantasy nine and Chrono Cross and stuff actually look pretty good. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, I agree. But I mean, when you go back and play an NES game or an SNES game, when you when you play Castlevania or you play. I don't know, Dragon Warrior, or if you on SNES you you boot up Act Razor or something like that. Like those games still look good. Final Fantasy VI still looks really good because mm-hmm. it's 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 you know, sprites and and you know it's a beautifully. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff's hand drawn and, and yeah. it just looks really nice. And um, I don't know. I to me, I I, I don't know. I, I'm concerned about the HD collection thing. People are getting really offended by that piece for some <laughs> reason too, which is, I'm just puzzled by it because it's like I'm not saying they're bad, or I'm just saying I'm asking the question. Like, is, is it too much? You know, yeah. like. How you can't? We gotta like start looking forward eventually before we look back. A lot of these are obviously harbingers of of uh, new games. That Ratchet and Clank collection wouldn't surprise me. Um not ja- surprise ja- me. But there's I, nothing. I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if Ratchet and
0: Clank is coming anytime soon. You know, I kind of almost have a feeling that. I almost, I almost wish they, as much as I enjoyed All for One, I almost wish it ended on crack in time because that had such a good just ending finale kind of, just the feeling I got at the end of that game. I was like, that could be how I end this, you know, this series, but. Too fucking bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh, I will say though that oh, Jack yes. and
1: Daxter, I mean, we, we heard rumors for a long time, but I would have never guessed that Jack and Daxter was going to come back. So well, yeah, weirder things have happened. Yeah. Um, let's do a question from
0: hmm, Sam, let's do let's do this one real quick, just because he sounds like he could really use our help. Call sure, all right. Hello, Beyond Crew. I need your help. Huh. I'm looking to get into the video game journalism business and had a question for some experts. I clearly, I can't spell or speak. I will have an Associates of Arts degree at the end of this year, and I'm currently working on my own indie video game website. My question is: Should I keep tr- uh, should I keep trying to get a better degree to up my credentials, or is experience with my website more important?
1: What's What's your uh, professional opinion on that, Kyle? I don't know. I mean, I I think it's a little bit of both. I think that I think that associates degrees are fine, but I think that bachelor's degrees are are really important yeah. at, at this point. Like, I think you got, you have to have the four year degree. When someone says they went to college, they mean that they have a four year degree. Yeah. So. Um, I think that those extra two years, especially with how rigorous everything gets when you become a junior and a senior, I think yeah. it's I think it's I think it's super important to have that degree. Is it necessary? No, I guess not. But I mean, I don't think that we're hiring at this point, personally at IGN. I I, I can say this: if I if I was in charge of hiring someone, um, I would they would have to have a college degree. Yeah. Um, not because you know a person can't be smart or can't be well spoken or write well or whatever, but just because, like my mom always told me. My mom's an academic and stuff, and I mean, she, she does these things and she cares about this. But it's a, a, going to college, even for something like I did for American history, which is like not really applicable to anything, shows that you can do like that you can follow through and finish something and, yes. and get assignments in and write something and go to class and be accountable and be held accountable and, and get good grades. And those things are important because they parlay into a sort of you know into, into the workplace. It's like, well, I have this this degree doesn't mean that my American history knowledge is going to come in handy. This degree means that like I went to a university and graduated. Yeah. So it means I'm capable of doing something, and I can prove it here. Of course, a we- building websites hugely important. There are great ex- success stories from the past. I'm not sure how 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 uh, prevalent they'll be now, but I mean, certainly, like a site like GameFax was built in a dude's house, and and, and he sold it for millions and millions of dollars, you know, years later. Um, so it's possible, and, and it's possible to, to get great, you know, to, to to do great without it. But my personal my personal opinion is, keep working on that website, keep doing your thing, but go and get that four year degree. Absolutely, agree let's continue on
0: okay uh this is from tuerto beyond do you guys think that final fantasy type zero will come to the united states or become a ps vita title
1: no and maybe i don't know you don't think it'll come to the states no not as
0: a psp game not as a psp game no oh dude i don't think there's
1: any reason for them to release any more psp games no one buys them Mm -hmm. If if they want if they want to uh maybe digitally it'll be available yeah. and it would be playable on a vita yeah so maybe that's the option but we don't you think we would have heard something by now the game's already out yeah i know we probably would have it's really weird that it hasn't i don't haven't. think it's that weird Clint, just because you know it is a final fantasy game there's like that that group of people that would buy them you know but i i I bet you if you look at the, i haven't looked at the sales of the city and even crisis core and stuff like that but i bet you the sales are not good and and it's, and it's only going to get worse you know mm-hmm. so i don't see they have to translate it and localize it and do all those things i'm not sure but maybe a vita maybe a vita release is possible yeah. sure
0: i would hope so i mean that's a, that would be a shame because that for all intents and purposes that game looked awesome and i would really have liked to see it in the states
1: we are getting that final fantasy rhythm game though i think on D- 3ds aren't we
0: hooray mm. <laughs> uh tuerto also wants to know have you guys read ryan's article on final fantasy 13 to bigger and better it's the preview I did recently. I don't think you had a time. You have, you've had time to read it yet, right? In Final Fantasy XIII two.
1: No, I haven't yeah. read anything on
0: that one. Well. Um, How about this one? Resistance three had a free update which included two new maps. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a mistake for developers not to include trophies with free DLC? Does trophies always have to bundle with priced DLC? I
1: don't know. I mean, I would like. I would like to see trophies on everything, just because I like trophies. A and, and B, I think, would help sell things. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean, if they're giving you something for free, you can't. You can't like you know. What do they What do they say? You can't uh, can't look a gift horse in the mouth, as it were. Yes, correct. And I didn't know what that meant until until yeah, no, no, explained no. it to me.
0: Yeah, no, I, that's, there's a lot of colloquial phrases that I, I have completely no idea. It's fascinating, I had no idea for sure. For sure. Uh, here's one from who I will just assume is named Skyrim Bob. Okay, Skyrim Bob. Hey guys, how glitchy is Skyrim? Playable? Non-playable? Also, how <laughs> are the trophies? Fireside chats. <laughs> okay, that's exciting. That's his email.
1: How how far are you in Skyrim?
0: Uh, I I was just goofing around like for the first ten hours, just wandering around. So I literally just killed my first dragon. Okay. Like uh,
1: fifteen hours in. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're you're not that far behind me in terms of time played. Yeah. Um it's certainly playable. It's um oh, it's, it's totally, totally fine. Totally the, the game's frozen on me like three or four times at very inopportune times. Uh the frame rate is definitely starting to, to chug now that my save file is getting bigger. There are definitely problems with it. Um yeah. uh I
0: would say it's totally playable.
1: Yeah, yeah it's totally that. fine. And they're patch it after Thanksgiving, and it's like I always say it's it's such an ambitious and dense game that it's amazing it runs at all. To be perfectly honest with yeah. you,
0: I was thinking. I was thinking recently, like, because I, I really know the lay of the land in White Run now. Mm. Uh, the White Run, by the way, guys, is the first major town and hall uh, or hold, as they call it, that you that you find in Skyrim, um, that you're supposed to find in order. Uh, and uh, I, like, feel really comfortable with Whiterun, and I'm like, okay, you know, I finally got this town mapped out. I know all the people that live and work here. I've done, like, a lot of the quests here. And I thought, there are, like, fucking eight other cities like this out there. Not,
1: there are, like, so holds. many towns, too. Yeah,
0: but there are, like, eight other massive holds in this game.
1: Yes, there are. And I only did one of them, and I've been playing for fucking 15 hours. Uh, in terms of trophies, it's, it's a gettable platinum. I'm going to totally platinum it. Uh... I, I implore you to go to ps 3 trophiesorg and look at the trophy guide there, though, because there are two missable trophies, and you will kill yourself if you miss those trophies, because I certainly would. Uh, I have them, like, all written down on paper to make sure, like, I don't do anything, like, all the quest. Like, there are certain quests where you have to make certain decisions in order to, like- uh-huh. and uh the And the word, the word uh, there is that it's 150 to 200 hours mm-hmm. of gameplay to get the Platinum. So I'm uh, 10% in towards my quest there. Unbelievable. Um, Great game, though. Great game. Well, on the topic of Skyrim...
0: This is from Priscilla. Okay. Priscilla writes, I really, really want to buy and play Skyrim. The only thing that's keeping me from doing it is the thought of Skyrim taking over my life and me letting my grades fall. I could let my grades fall, but then that would be the end of my PS3. So, BeyondCast, am I being paranoid about the whole Skyrim taking over my life and go ahead and buy it? Or should I wait till school's out in more or less three to four months to get it? Thanks and hope to hear from you guys. Love, Priscilla. Always nice to hear from our female listeners. Um,
1: my opinion is, y- you gotta have a little self control with the uh, with the games. You know, I mean, you can get sucked into any game, any RPG. I remember when Final Fantasy VII came out; like, I really had to restrain myself to, like, you know, I was in eighth grade, I think, um, mm. and uh, I had to uh, really like work hard to not play that game all the time. And 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 same thing with Wild Arms or Final Fantasy three when that came six, when that you know yeah. three it was three when we've had it. I think it's just you know, I think you can buy it and play it and just be fine. Just like set limits, you know. It is one of those games that will suck your life away if you let it. Oh, totally. But, you know, gr- grades are more important. And it's it's also, Priscilla, I would like to point out that because it is one of the games
0: where you can save anywhere, it's very easy for you to say, I will play it until, you know, 10 o'clock p.m. And then as soon as you hit 10 o'clock, you just hit the menu button, you save, and you can jump right out. And there's no, you know, you, know, you won't feel like you're, you screwed everything up. So Agreed. Um, yeah, but definitely mm-hmm. I would like to encourage all the Beyond listeners. Uh, schooling and family and, and, and whatnot are always more important than video games. Video games are a very important part of my life, but I know where they fall um, in, in the grand scheme of things. Indeed. Yes. Now, Colin, we've been uh, recording for almost an hour now. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit after noon. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want... Uh, I have a few more, like, sort of residual questions keep, here. Keep it going. Let's just do it. Do you want to keep it going? Yeah, why not? All right. We'll let's, see, let's get all the questions I, up. Okay, I don't actually have many of them, though, just okay. to let you know. Okay, that's fine. Um, let's see. Let's do... Oh, shit. Actually, we actually did kill most of them. Hold on a second. Fill time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, that was... That's good enough. <laughs> Good good fill, Kyle. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. you. Uh, So this is from Abdullah Fadel, uh, who writes, uh, Hey, Colin and Ryan, what do you guys think of the currently announced PAL Territories first-party Vita launch titles? That was a mouthful. Personally, I think it's quite strong considering the third-party launch titles haven't even been announced yet. Uncharted and Gravity Rush just did it for
1: me. We'll probably pick one up first week of launch. Love the show. Uh, yeah I saw that list I I think it's I don't remember all the games specifically but I think like Hot Shots Golf's on there which is going to be pretty cool Um, Escape Plan's on there which is going to be fucking awesome Mm -hmm. Uh, Uncharted is really cool Gravity Days is obviously really good we've played that game we've played all these games I guess at this point Um, yeah I think the launch library is really strong and I think it's a great reason I think Vita was ready to go like in terms of they could have, you know, I think they were waiting for the games to be ready. and I think that's a very smart move. Look at the 3DS, you know, there, you know, 3DS, you know, like I keep saying, there are certain games that will come out on 3DS. I will eventually buy one. I will have to when they announce Castlevania or something. But um, if they announce Castlevania, maybe it'll come to Vita. Um, but there are basically more launch games, first party launch games for, for Vita than there are worthwhile 3DS games yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. That's that would, scary. That's, that's, it is ridiculous. And I would, yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with that statement. Though I would like to point out that at some point you have to stop calling it Gravity Days because you will confuse people
1: that are looking for Gravity Days. I, re- I refuse to stop calling it that. You, ha- you I have love the to, double right? entendre.
0: I love it. I know. And it's great. And I'm <clears> saying, and I totally agree with you. It's a great title. But you have these beyond listeners
1: that'll be like, can I have Gravity Days, please? And they're like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. Just to, just to clarify, Gravity Days, D-A-Z-E, is the Japanese name of Gravity Rush. Which will come out here, and I have no clue. And Ryan and I asked them why they renamed it. I don't think they even knew. Or it was like no, they knew. It was because they thought that Gra- they felt that Gravity Days sounded
0: more like a puzzle, non-action game, whereas Gravity Rush mm, was more action-oriented and aggressive. Disagree. <laughs> oh, disagree. <clears throat> uh, let's see. That what? game's rad, though. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. I can't can't wait for that game. I'm just. I'm gonna play. Be playing that every night. Interestingly, that game comes out in early February in Japan, so that it's not a launch title for them.
0: I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of some of the other questions. Like they're good questions, but they're a little technical, and I'm. I'm afraid I won't be able to answer them. Okay. Um, let's. I guess let's do this one then. Uh, so this is from Andrew, who writes, uh, My question to do is with the reduction from five download rights on the PSN mm-hmm. to two. I realize this affects a small portion of the population, but do you think Sony should have given gamers an option to keep some of their downloadable rights? My girlfriend, yeah, it was her idea, thought Sony would have to, uh, should have given gamers the option to pay a small one-time cost per write, thus allowing them to keep their 5 right limit. What do you guys think? Beyond love the podcast. Keep up the great work. It's from Andrew. So I, I think what Andrew means is like once you've bought it, then you can, you can re-download it at a small fee, right? I'm assuming that's what his question is. I assume is. so. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I, I mean, it I, that kind of sounds cool,
1: uh, but I don't... That doesn't make any sense, though. No? Because no, I mean, if you're if going to have this blanket statement where you, know, you can just put your account on anyone's machine and just download the game and pay a small fee, then basically what that means is that you could just... Screw the developer, as scru- developers have been screwed with this game sharing thing as it as it as it exists now, mm. and just say, oh well, I bought the game for ten bucks, and then for two dollars, I can just download it over and over again on any right. on anyone's machine. I mean, to me, you That's know, true. I I'm confused why they ever did this to begin with, you know, okay. and I think I think the no- the notion was that people would have more than one PS3 in their house. I think that they visualized that PS3 was going to be like this thing in your house and you kind of, they talk to each other and, you know, and, you know, to me, it's like people abuse the shit out of that system. And if I was Sony, I would have gotten rid of that system a long time ago and I would have cut it down to one system, you know? And that if you want to download somewhere else, yeah, Yeah, and if you want want to download it somewhere else and you have to go on and, and kind of, you know, cancel that download and it gets removed from your system and then maybe goes somewhere else. And, you know, it's a complicated thing, but... You have to understand that th- this, you know, A, like I said, like, I think last week or two weeks ago, this affects people like Ryan or me and Greg much more than most other people because we literally have like four PS3s yeah. each, yes. you know, so... You know, my PS3 at home and then my debug and then, you know, a couple retail units and all these things and the, you know, units we capture sometimes. I have a slim we, here. Yeah. I have a fat PS3 here. I actually here. do
0: have four when I think about it. Well, the one's a debug, but I have three currently sort of in my possession
1: yeah. or access to three of them. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, so, so that affects us, you know, a great deal because we download a game here and then we want to play it at home. Um but you know, with that said, it's like you know, it, it, you don't have to look very far and very hard on the internet to see how how badly people are abusing that system, and and it's cost Sony, I'm sure, and the developers more importantly a lot of money. No, so
0: you're, when you put it like that, I totally agree, and I I do want what's best for Sony and the the hardworking
1: people that make these games. Yeah, buy the game. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying he's going to use it dishonestly. Obviously not. Maybe him and his girlfriend want to share a game. Yeah. on their PlayStations, and that's fine. That's res- respectable. But understand that most people are not sharing their games like that. Yeah.
0: All right, Colin, well, those were uh, pretty much all the good questions that I had. And I have, uh, do you mind if I do one parting uh, comment from uh, Sam, sure. uh, Sam Allegria, who we know from mm-hmm, uh, the mm-hmm. podcast Beyond Community? Sam writes us, uh, by the way, the subject of this email was, I love you guys. (laughs) So Sam writes, I just wanted to thank you guys for all the fun you've provided me over the years. The experiences I've had meeting you guys have been great, to say the least, from talking about how Texas will secede from the U.S. with Colin, having my first ice cream sundae with Ryan. Yes, that actually happened. And being slapped in the face by Greg. I think that also happened. happened. (laughs) It's crazy to think a video I've helped make, The World is Saved, has almost 400,000 hits on YouTube you should go watch The World is Saved that's if you guys impressive. haven't already that's pretty impressive I wonder what misadventures I'll have with you guys next year. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving and a merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. Happy holiday, Jazz. P.S. I've mentioned multiple times that the reason I moved to San Francisco was because of IGN. I can safely say that's something I don't regret at all. That's from Sam Allegria. Cool. A great member of the Podcast Beyond community. Indeed, he is. Um, so uh, that does it for me. You can obviously uh, come to IGN for all your video gaming needs. You can follow, uh, you can find Podcast Beyond uh, on IGN and also on itunes every thursday and also on wednesdays when we record today yep. uh so uh keep up uh listening send us questions to beyond at ign.com and if you'd like more of our misadventures you can follow both colin and i on twitter colin is no taxation all one word i am Pwam cider p-w-a-m cider and uh we generally tweet uh i think we tweet pretty good stuff I feel like you and I tweet just the right amount. Yeah, it's never yeah. too much. Never too much. But there's like a little you know, a little bit of day that you get a little you know, a little uh, injection, a little dose of our personality. Every once in a while I like to say just totally egregious things. And stuff. <laughs> just really just
1: just fucking vulgar. <laughs> uh, so do you have any uh, parting uh, words, Cal? No, just a happy and healthy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank yes. you for listening, as always, to Podcast Beyond. We really appreciate it. Um, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Absolutely. Um, thank you for making us the number one PlayStation podcast in the world. In the world. Um, we owe all of that to you. We do this for you. Um, so thank you. And uh, that's it for me. Excellent. Well,
0: uh, as we usually do, we end Podcast Beyond with a song from the community, and this one was sent in from Matt, uh, who plays guitar and flute in a band, A Time for Burning, from Liverpool, England. And I, I don't want to read the whole email, but uh, he describes this band as instrumental post-rock music. Post-rock? Which I thought was really interesting. we um, post-rock. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they are. Okay. <laughs> They're after it. They're totally after it. Um, he's obviously uh, been listening to Beyond for a long time, um, and this song is called To Preserve You Would Be No Good. Gain to destroy you would be no loss. <laughs> so that was so That's great. That's an amazing name. Uh, it can be downloaded for free along with the rest of their album from a time for burning dot So this is from Matt. Thank you very much for sending in the song. It's a, this was a little heavy for me, but I'm just gonna play it anyway. Uh, because that that name. Of that I still want to know what post rock means. <laughs> Matt, write into beyond at ign dot com and describe to Colin what you what you mean by post rock. Post grunge, post all all that makes sense, but not not post grunge or post rock rather. There you go. Yeah. Well, that ends uh, podcast beyond episode two hundred and sixteen. Join us next week when Greg Miller, our one and only leader, returns from his uh, holidays, and we will continue all this uh, PlayStation tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. Let's go get some fucking
1: vulgar lunch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond.